Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to No Free Rides, in case you didn't know. This is a disability podcast sponsored by EasyStand.com. They are the makers of some of the best standing frames on the planet. If you have any kind of disability that makes it hard to stand up, you should get one of these. Uh, EasyStand.com. So hey everybody, I'm Tiffany Carlson. And today is April 30th, 2013. This is our April show. And I wasn't sure who I should have on the show this month. I'm always, you know, banging my head, like, who's going to be awesome? Who will people want to hear from? And there's always a lot of people that I have in mind, but it's always hard to get in touch with some of these people. And they're, a lot of these people tend to be very busy. And I, you know, so we have to pick and choose. But I found a guest this month who's awesome. And maybe by the photo that you saw that brought you to this podcast, I'm sure this is why you're listening, but we have a very, very cool bodybuilder on the show today. His name is Neil Pacone, and he is from New Jersey, and he's an amazing pro wheelchair bodybuilder, and uh, he's also a paraplegic. So we're going to learn everything about wheelchair bodybuilding from this awesome guy, in a few minutes here, I really don't have much to, to update. I hate boring all of you with my boring life, and I'm not going to even go into it today. I have nothing to say. I'm just glad you're tuning in to this great podcast that I've been doing, um, and I love bringing these interviews to you. So hold on one second, and um, we're going to start the show with Neil. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show today, we're joined by our very first wheelchair bodybuilder on the program and. I've been wanting someone on the show that does this forever, and bodybuilders are notoriously hard to get a hold of. I've tried to line a few up before, and it just always fell through, so I'm so excited that we have Neil. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I'm going to say Picone. Picone. Uh, I'm so glad that Neil's joining us today, so without further ado, hello, Neil, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. doing well. So how, it, what's the right way to pronounce your last name? Uh, Picone. Picone. That's very, very sexy, is it? Italian? Yeah, yeah, you did a good job. Awesome, thank you. I'm very Midwestern, but I have a few Italian friends. I, in my family, there's uh, some Montanaris or Montanaris, so it's kind of exciting whenever I get to talk to people that are Italian. So, anyways, so nice to meet you, and oh my god, so I was doing some research today, and I kind of came upon you, um... You're really, really ripped, and you have a crazy story, and I don't even know where to start with you, but why don't you just kind of tell everybody listening kind of how old you are and where you live and, um, you know, how your level of injury, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, 32 years old. Uh, I'm located in New Jersey. I've okay. been here my whole life. Okay. Um, I was injured back in 2007 right. in a motorcycle uh, track accident. Mm, wow. So that's must have been, and I was reading about your uh, backstory. Now, you were really hardcore into, what do you call it, motocross? Uh, it was more of a, it was sport bike, uh, kind of like uh, sport bike road racing. So, uh, same concepts, just as competitive, just a lot higher speed. Really? Higher speed than motocross? Yeah, yeah motocross is more, you know, more controlled. Uh, yeah. Size courses, you know. This is like, you know, some of these tracks I was at was, oh god, they were anywhere from like two miles to mm-hmm. like three and a half miles long. So, you know, I traveled all up and down the East Coast, even up into Canada, 
How did you get involved in cycles? Was it like your dad or a friend that got you into it? No, actually, it was more like, you know, just, you know, friends. And then, you know, women would get a bike, and we all would have bikes. And by the time I was in my mid-20s, and we were all riding together. And then as, uh, as I progressed and, uh, you know, grew more into riding, yeah. I wanted to take to, to track, you know, and really just, you know, put the bike work along. So I... I Join an organization to, to do that, and mm-hmm. you know the, the ironic part about it is the, uh, the whole track setting is, is a little bit more safe, believe it or not. Even though the speeds are like three times really? as, as what you would do on the street, it's just there's not as many variables okay. that you can get in trouble with as you know, say driving through town and you're avoiding know, traffic, right. something in the road, curbs, <laughs> guardrails, poles, gravel, dogs. Sounds like fun. Right, everyone has like this. Oh my god, this is like I when I was able bodied man, this is what I did, and it was awesome. And you know, and like I have messed with that story too. And you know, after you got well, you got injured cycling, right? Yeah, yeah, I got injured on the bike. So that sucks. Obviously, you got hurt doing something you love, which is totally not cool. But do you mind telling us how that happened exactly? Yeah, I can can go into detail with that. Um, I really don't recall the accident. I really don't recall anything until oh. I believe it happened on Saturday. I don't, I don't recall anything from Monday. Really? Yeah, it was a couple of days. I don't remember a thing. But oh. uh, from what I was told, there was a corner worker. Uh, there, for people who don't know what a corner worker is, that's yeah. somebody that has like different colored flags and whatnot to put out in case there's trouble, cautions, okay. red flags, black flags, green flags, whatever. Okay. Um, they were, there's usually stuff at spots on the track where that work out and then you have the functioning of paraplegic is that because your spinal cord's not very damaged well yeah 
fractures in, in those vertebrae is uh, when uh, okay. damage is done at P12 level. Oh, okay, okay. Very, very low para. And I yeah. sustained those injuries to my spinal cord, and yeah. I also broke every rib on my right side from hitting the wall. So. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I don't remember what happened exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm just going by the actual photographer's pictures that I've seen. So, would you remember before at all, like that? Yeah, yeah, I remember the morning. It, it was a nice October morning. Yeah. It was one of like the last nice days before the like, fall rate right kicked in. So yeah. I, I got out there, like, oh, you know, it's, it's close to home. Like, I'll just go there and make a quick day of it. You know, I, I had a, a, a truck and a, mm-hmm. and, a, and a big trailer. I used to just throw my stuff in. And yeah. just, you know, just go up there. So that's crazy. They informed me to get up there. I just went up there and it was early morning. So I mean, wasn't driving or riding, I should say. Over, over my limits or anywhere near near my limit, it was, you know, wasn't, wasn't warm enough yet. And I was just getting, you know, seeing how the track was that morning, right. seeing the kind of condition the track was in. That's so crazy. So I uh, was just out there, I was going about maybe 60, 70% of my max, and right. this happened. So wow. it's just crazy how, you know, even when, when, you know, you're, you're doing things within your. I know. And just uh, having everything kind of go completely wrong in the blink of an eye. So it's just uh goes to show you to happen any time. I know. Anything, so. Do you wish you remembered like that the injury? Do you wish you had more memories of it? Um I don't know. I mean Yeah. I always tell myself, you know, there's a reason why I don't remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might be good not to remember, huh? Yeah, I mean, from what happened, I knew they had to pick the bike up off me because it, went, it ran up the wall and just landed completely on the side like a 350-pound bike. Oh, my God. Laying on top of me in a booth, and like I said, they 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 cut me out of my, my, my track suit right there on the on the, uh, on the track there, and they medevaced me. I mean, every event I've ever gone to at least has a medevac. Oh, jeez, well, thank God for that. Well, yeah, I was I was in bad condition. They took me to one area of the hospital. They... After a couple of x-rays, uh, I was told they, they couldn't do anything for me, so they threw me actually all the way down to Philadelphia. Oh, no way. So, yeah, two medevac rides later, I was I was in the hospital, you know, being treated for my, my injuries. Where'd, uh, where did you do all of your uh, your rehab and stuff? Uh, down in Philadelphia at the gate. Uh, they did very, very, very good work on me down there. I'll tell you that. I drove my therapist crazy. <laughs> They did a great job. Mm-hmm. I guess I just wanted to get out of there. I was motivated to, to you know, learn what I had to learn and, and get the hell out. Yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't want to be there any longer than I had to. Not, not that I didn't enjoy it. I, I did enjoy it because, uh, you know, I like pushing myself. So yeah. I, mean, I enjoyed it, but my therapists were always a little nervous because I was always pushing like the envelope. You know what I mean? Yeah, what were you doing? I was just doing things that they were like, you know. <laughs> just their eyes would like be popping out of their head, you know. Like, oh my god! So they uh, they were always trying to slow me down, but it got to the point where all my OT stuff was done, and right. I was basically doing like PT all day long. So my yeah. OT sessions became PT sessions just to get me stronger. So um, that that was that was good to That's good. be more, I guess. Uh, I mean, to, to, to get to that point where I could, you know, not to worry about like, simple things. I could just worry about, you know. Like, Getting my, my body checked down with the balances and transfer. Get everything and, figured out. Yeah, wheelchair skills and, you know, that, that, that's the stuff that you're really using on a day to day basis, you know, especially when you get into the real world and, you know, 
Oh, that's so. How long were you in uh, rehab for? Oh God, see October, October, and then I guess January, Jan- okay. January, yeah, January, I believe. So about three months or so, huh? Yeah, I came home, did outpatient, and uh, like I said, I was very motivated, so I I, I kicked ass during during my outpatient sessions three times a week, and then mm-hmm. I, I uh, actually. Got back driving again within uh, back July. So. Well, what kind of recovery did you get back right away? Were you pretty lucky? Did you get like, I, like, do you have function all the way down to like your lower abs then? Or yeah, yeah, I, I can I can feel basically everything down in my like my lower hips. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I still got some movement in my legs, but I mean, obviously, you know, I don't have to walk. Yeah, be mobile like that. So mm. I still have movement in my legs and whatnot. So feeling in my legs, believe it or not. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, uh, I guess, it gets to the point where you, you get returned mm-hmm. and then you kind of don't notice anything and then you think a year prior, like, oh, I couldn't do that because it slowly progresses. So. Yeah, totally. You can even get, like, sensation return years after. I, I've yeah. 20, I've got some feeling in my foot 20 years post, but did you ever do anything like um, stem cell stuff? Uh, actually, I've, I've looked into it. I, I've gone to uh, some, some things down at Rutgers. Really? Yeah, I, uh, there's a doctor by the name of Wise Young who... Uh, I know him, yeah. We're, we got, we're mutual friends on Facebook, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he's doing great stuff down here with that research. I know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I follow it from time to time. Um, I guess the farther out we, we both go from our injury date, I guess... Yeah. The harder it's going to be for us to actually get that, uh, I guess, the ability back to you know be fully functional even with the stem cell, just because our bodies have adjusted so long. I know. You know, we got to worry about you know our hips and knees and yeah. joints and all that stuff. So I mean, I'm happy the way I am now. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy. I mean, it's, it's not the perfect world. No. You know, and I think that's kind of like what people, a lot of people with spinal cord injuries kind of get to this point where, you know, like, oh, most people must think our lives are suffering and, oh, God, you know, like, I have this friend that's paralyzed and this lady came up to her at the grocery store and wanted to pray for her. Said, your life must be so awful because you're paralyzed and sitting. She's like, actually, I'm not suffering. You know what I mean? You know, and it's so you kind of, thank God we do get to that point because, you know, I know when I was first injured, it's hard to imagine, like, oh, God, how am I ever going to be okay with this, you know? But you figure it out, and I think a lot of it, don't you agree? It's like it's human survival, you know? You just got to keep on keeping on. It just kind of shows you what you're all about. If, if, you know, if you can handle this, you can handle just about anything in life. I know, can't you? Yeah, I get really annoyed now when I roll by, like, people that are, like, fully functioning, able-bodied people asking me for money. It gets really, I, I have a low patient tolerance for those people. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 uh, you learn to appreciate the support things in life a yeah. little bit more, but you also get a little bit more, I guess, uh, on point with people with, like, the other simple things in life that, you know, I know don't you? they don't have to worry about, but, you know, it, it just goes with it, you know. It's okay. I think. Don't you think that a lot of people have have a hard time? Carb. Car, what's the word? 
I can't even pronounce it, putting us in a box, basically. You know, they have to label us so they can feel comfortable around us, you know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of annoying. But, you know, I was thinking, I wanted to ask you about your family and your friends, you know, after you got hurt. And how did they all deal with it, you know? Uh, everyone, everyone was very supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, at that point, family is the most important thing. You know, they're, they're like the whole backbone of, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. Of, of, like, your support team at that point. I mean, they were always traveling an hour and a half each way to Like your parents and stuff? Yeah, from where I lived in Jersey, they uh, would travel an hour and a half each way. That's you know, great. That's every, great. Every day, every other day, and then I was always having friends. I mean, uh, yeah. the, the room was full all the time. I mean, yeah. I, it made me feel so good. I, I forgot about the injury, you know? It, it made me feel good to know that people like, were, were, like, knew about it and came and, and they spent the time, you know, they bought whatever, you know? Like, it was great just to get, like, a meal, like, you know, Outside the rest, yeah, the mm-hmm. hospital at a restaurant, you know, just brought in. You know, people I hadn't seen in a while. You know, yeah. I'm gonna keep it up. So that 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 really helps with the recovery. That's and, so good. And to this day, you know, I, you need that. A lot of people don't have that. If you have support after a spinal cord injury, you're you're gonna be good. You know, it's really important. So I, I always said, like the first year post injury is 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 the toughest. Oh yeah. I know, and that's so true. The first year is the hardest. And how about your sports friends? Like, how did they? When were they like, "Oh man, this is such a bummer," and or were they just trying to get you back out there, no matter how, and try to figure out ways for you? Uh, like my uh, my friends are like, uh, they were more concerned about how I was going to meet women. Like, <laughs> they were like, "What are you going to do, man?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm going to be." Can be a little bit easier, I said. I'm not saying that like in a cocky way. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I was at that age. I, you know, I wasn't really involved in relationships. Okay. Too, uh, where I took them seriously, but not to the point of over serious. You know, I mm-hmm. never played or anything like that. But <laughs> I was always with people, you know, that really didn't have like, that true heart. You know, the compassion, oh. character. You know. So I always told myself, like, you know, this is going to be good because I can weed out all the... Yeah, well, you can, like, filter out the girls that are bad, yeah. Yeah, weed out all the ones because, you know, they're not going to be interested in something. Absolutely, yep. So I always, that's what I said. That's how I kind of, that's how I kind of visualized it in my mind. Like, you know, I'm going to weed through all the bad ones because, you know, the bad ones you don't want dealing with you like this, <laughs> let alone able-bodied. I know, huh? <laughs> So, do you, are you kind of the guy that goes, you meet girls when you're out and about then? Or how do you meet the ladies? Yeah, I mean, it happens like the weirdest times. I mean, it's not something you really have a plan for. This is true. Here or there, there's not like a certain like, spot I go to. Like, hey, you know. This, this. <laughs> I know. But you know what I mean? Because, like, there's a lot of guys out there that are clueless about this stuff. And so maybe you have a couple tips for dudes in chairs that are listening. Um, just do what you're. Do what you always do. Don't be nervous, right? Yeah, there's no need to be nervous. Just go out there. Don't, don't think they're looking at the chair. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I can honestly say that any relationship I was in, the, the chair just, it, it, it just disappears. They see you for what you've done. 
who you are and, and, and how motivated and, and goal-oriented you are. So if, if you've got a positive outlook, positive things are going to happen. True. So that's the most important. Just do what you got to do and, mm -hmm. and do it well. And, you know, everything else will follow behind that. I mean, you're going to attract good energy by doing good things. You True. Know? And that you know, comes with anything in life, including relationships. You know? I mean, that's... I never put a lot of stock into, mm -hmm. you know, going out and meeting people like just because, oh, you know, uh, I just want to, you know, find someone. Or, right. You know, it doesn't, you know, good things happen when you're not looking for them, you know. So, like I said, I've, I've been injured now. Yeah, how long? Uh, 2007. So, it was going yeah. on like, what, six, six years. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, six years, yeah. It's, you know, six years, five and a half years mm -hmm. now or something. Yeah. I've been in like what three very long relationships. Okay. Over a year each, so. And they didn't, and they did not end because of your wheelchair, right? No, they just end for any reason. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah, so, it's got nothing to do with the uh, the chair. You know, they just people grow apart. Well, you do have one thing going that a lot of guys in chairs do not, and that it's muscles. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because, you know, that's super cool. I know you were not at all a bodybuilder before your accident, right? I was always an athletic guy. You know, I, I, I played sports, you know, like a lot of people growing up and even even in college and stuff like that. But once I got out, you know, I just, I was more of like, actually, I, I stopped with the weights. I, I can't say I stopped. I, I yeah. went back to weight training. I did a lot of running. And uh, even when I was, when I was uh, riding, Did you tell your family and friends, like, hey, I'm going to start getting buff, or did you all of a sudden surprise your friends, and they're like, holy crap, what happened? Uh, <laughs> they, uh, my friends, my friend, you know, they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> family, family's like, to this day, they, they, they still don't completely grasp what it is I do. <laughs> they support it, they're just like, mm -hmm. you know, they, they don't know all the, uh, the, the tickets, the 
Yeah. You got to be crazy to do a sport. It, it's 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 a sport where uh, yeah. why you got to be a little bit nuts to do it. It's, there's a lot involved, and it, it, it's definitely uh, it's overtaking and a lot of things, and it's definitely uh, a mental and physical uh, struggle at times. Just with the dieting. Well, right. It, it, it requires like a ton of like training, like every day, right? Um, in one way or another, yeah, it does. It's a twenty-four-seven. Uh, Really? Yeah, to maintain what you have, what how long do you have to work out every day? Um, it's nothing crazy. I mean, okay. people think, you know, you got to train for hours and hours. Okay. The longest session I do is like an hour, but I mean, I, if you ever seen any of my workouts, yeah. it, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's not like, uh, it, it's hard to put in the words. You just got to, you just got to go in there and kill it. You so, got to really just kill it. Well. I mean, so you, can you like explain like do you use the same machine or do you or and do everything there with your I mean or how do you do it mainly? Yeah, yeah I use you know, I use all the normal stuff. You know, a lot of bench work, a lot of free weights, a lot of other machines. Well, not, I mean, it's more like a, a it's, it's a mixture, like fifty fifty machines mm -hmm. uh, with, with the free weights. Okay. And, uh, basically, you just gotta find out what you can do with your limitations. I I, I really don't want to say on the Oh, right. Well, that's cool. Don't, yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I guess there's that competitive stuff out there. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, it, there's a lot of what your body is able to let you do. And, and okay. it all goes back to your level of injury. Obviously, me being a right, right. para, I can got a lot more stability. In my that's awesome. Than, than, than somebody, obviously, even a few, a few uh, vertebrae higher than me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no. You got to modify to, to suit your own your own needs and, and just make sure like everything you're doing is, is proper and and um, you know safety is paramount especially with, right. when with uh, injury like ours it's, it's, uh, did you have a trainer in the beginning just to, to kind of figure out what you need to do or did you just uh, figure it out in your own? actually I, I did my first show I didn't I did all my dieting and whatnot my, myself my first show I, uh, I had a trainer to help me yeah yeah um, but you know I did all the dieting that's awesome so what is mainly like a ton of protein, like shakes, right, and salads? Uh, Oatmeals? Much. I mean, it's, it was a combination of uh, balancing all the macronutrients, a lot of, a lot of protein, a lot of, a lot of carbs, you okay. know, and, and a lot of fat, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how much you learn when you do this for a little bit, um, how much, you know, all those other factors play into um, what your physique looks like. I mean, people, they need a lot of protein. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, you can eat protein, but you also need carbohydrates. Right. You, need, you need the fats, too. So, and it's all about balancing. you got to figure out what works for your body. That's that's another, it's, it's like a, it's a big equation you got to figure out because everybody's a little bit different. And once you get it, though, you can kind of modify it and whatnot. It just takes a minute to figure out what works and what doesn't work for you because we all process foods differently. And right. I, that's just one of the things you kind of pick up on doing it for a little bit and um, you know you can kind of play with stuff and that, that's that's why I enjoy it you know you can you can play with certain things well, food and see what works well, I love it I think wheelchair bodybuilders are fascinating and the fact that
you guys are able, you know, to, you know, obviously, you know, the parts of your body that still works, you can get them as big as you normally would anyways if you hadn't had your injury. But is there anything, like, that you guys need to, like, watch out for that the other guys don't have to, you know? Uh, I guess the biggest thing would be to worry more about um, balance is probably the, the hardest thing, you know, when you're, when you're trying to move 150,000 dumbbells. Yeah. So you got to make sure your balance is, is where it needs to be. Like, you know, you start... It's almost like a seesaw effect. You circle one way, it's going to take you that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's something where like, you really just kind of got to go into it slow and, and, and not go over over your head too, you know, too fast or too soon. Um, but that, and I guess another good thing would be also just uh, you know, watching like, pressure. Right. God, oh my God. I mean, this is crazy. So, like, okay, so I don't even know where to begin because I want to ask you so many questions about this. So, uh, all right, so let's see. When did, when did you first compete? Uh, when did I start? I started in 2011. Okay, that's not that long ago. No, no. So what was it like when you first went to a competition and you're around, probably your first time around other dudes that are bodybuilders in chairs? Uh, it was stressful. You know, it, it, was, it was stressful. I mean... One of these things where, you know, it wasn't so much being in the chair, it's just like, I, you know, not doing one before and, and just being kind of thrown to the wolves, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't know what people were going to, if you were going to kind of stack up to what uh, everybody else was bringing to the table and, you know, just learning how, you know, shows are run. Yeah. But once, once you get past that for a show, I mean, it's, you, you get the, you get the bug, you know what I mean? You get the itch to go back and do it again, so... Do they um, do they do wheelchair bodybuilder uh, competition alongside Able Body at the same event, mainly? Or is yeah, it, oh. yeah, yeah. Every event I've done has been just like that. Um, just another class they involve in the show. So, cool. Yeah. And so then, of course, everyone gets a chance to see that, too, which is awesome, right? Exactly. You know, it, it, I, I've never done a show where, you know, people weren't impressed by us. Oh, you know well, I mean? it, yeah. Well, absolutely not. First of all, I don't think a lot of people know about wheelchair bodybuilding, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it's growing. I mean, I, uh, when, I won, when I won nationals back in 2012, when I won that show, I was only the 15th pro in the world. That's so cool. 
to get their pro card. So being number 15, okay, that's cool. You're a pretty elite company. Yeah. But then again, you're thinking, you know, we got, you got to make this grow. We got to get this bigger. You know, we need more guys. We need more guys. You need more guys. So, I mean, there's always strength in numbers. So let's yeah. encourage people to um, go out and, and just do what they want to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be what your body but It could be, you know, any type of activity that you like, you know, just, just, just do it and, and put your put your heart and soul into it and, and make the best of it. Um, I, uh, that's why I do things like, like, like this right now. That's why I can just get the word out. Yeah, you need to get the word out. And coming from someone like yourself, it's great because I think, you know, a lot of people in chairs, they see your videos, or in general, they see the guys in chairs that are all beefy, and, you know, really, it's like, holy crap, how could I even do that? Or, I'm sure there's guys out there that would love to be that way, you know, and a couple ladies, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's always people out there who, you know, they, they, they've got the, they got the, uh, they got the, like, the, the motivation, they, yeah. they, they just don't have the way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, right. They don't know how to go about it, and. The, the best way I can give advice for that is just, just go out there and, and, and do what you can do. Try what you can do. Network with people. Get people to give you a hand. I mean, there's never been a time when I was in the gym mm -hmm. and I was doing a solo workout or something and somebody wasn't there to give me a quick hand or something. And yeah. When it comes to doing all the heavyweight I push, yeah, I got my coach and my trainer. To, to do I trust those guys. And you gotta have, you got to be with people you trust. I mean, you can't oh, yeah. have Has he ever trained a guy in a chair before? Uh, no, no, he hasn't. That's awesome. He's just one of these guys where, um, you know, he, I don't know, he, he's just got a heart of gold, you know, like he, uh, Love it. You know, he makes time, he makes time to get me in there and, uh, you know, we, we go in and, and we get it done every, every day we train with it. It's a good day. You know, I, I drive an hour each way to get to, to where I got to go. Wow. Know, just because it's, Love it. It's, it's not, it's not the normal, uh, type of, uh, that's awesome dude how do you deal with guys like when you're working out at the gym that come up to you and, and like oh man i really admire you like what do you usually say are you like hey thanks man or yeah you know like, i i think that, that that stuff is all all great and and, and and you know i appreciate all that yeah um, but you know, at the same time it's like I, uh, I don't know what to say to them because I'm not trying to prove a point to anybody. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I love it. You know, if I can motivate you, that's great. That's, that's great. Yeah. I'm not here trying to, you know, you know, keep everyone's, like, poster on everybody's wall. Right, I know. That's, cause, I bet you, that's probably just going to come with the territory because when you're in a chair and, you know, you're out and you're doing anything hardcore, it kind of just, it kind of sucks, but whatever. So, uh, what other competitions have you done since that first one? Where have you tra you travel all around the country, right? Yeah, a lot of competitions I've done are 
Okay, that's too bad. close friends with any other wheelchair bodybuilders? find a, a new passion or something don't you right i think that's kind of the main thing is after an injury you need to find something that kind of gives you that fire inside you again something that, that's right yeah. can, can, I, can i pause for a minute yeah yeah sure we're up yep uh, go ahead we'll wait uh, give me give me just two minutes all right? yeah no problems no problem take okay. your time okay Hey, yeah. Are you back? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Don't uh, worry. It was, it was time for them to take a little wander out, outside there. <laughs> well, that's okay. Totally. I know how dogs are, so I I get it. It's cool. All right, so where, what were we talking about? Uh, I guess what were the, I left off at uh, just meet the guys. Yeah, let's just start. I'll, I'll pick up again. I'll just, I'm going to just ask. Uh, I'm going to. Oh, what should I ask you? Hmm. Why don't I just ask about, like, why, or, um, I don't know, 
I'll just, I'm going to ask about what your what your next plans are, and we're going to kind of tail end, end the interview, okay? Okay. All right, so one sec. All right. Hey, Neil. So also, too, when you were at these shows and you were meeting, you know, these other guys that are, you know, bodybuilders, and now you're telling me they're all competitive and you can't, you know, share your workout secrets with each other, but you're saying you have a fraternity, right? And, you know, so do you find that when you, you do hang out, do you want to hang out like on a friend's basis too, or do you just try to hang out on, when you're at competitions? Well, unfortunately, being that there's so much, you know, uh, space in between us, uh, a lot of the stuff's being either done, you know, on the social network, so yeah. over the phone. Um, but we all, we all kind of stay in touch, and we all got each other's backs, I think. Mm-hmm. We, uh, like I said, we, uh, we, we, we look at the sport differently like, than, than most competitors. Yeah. I mean, we all, at the end of the day, want to come out with the, uh, the first place uh, prize, but, you know, we we, we do it for different reasons. I, 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 I never really go into a show thinking I'm going to win. No? Like, no, I, 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 just, I just go on a show. I compete against myself. A lot of guys, I mean, you go on a show expecting that you're going to come out with a with the, uh, the prize, it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna bite you in the butt. So as long as you just the way I see it, if you go into a show and you just make the small improvements, show after show, bring up your physique, show after show, and that's a win. That, that that's all. That's all it takes. I mean, yeah. you're making yourself better. I mean, that's why you're doing this. You're not doing this to to you know win money or something. Well, well, being a pro, like yeah, that's part of that's that's part of it. But oh, cool. I mean, it's, okay. it's not, not about the money. It's okay. more just about you know the the, the competitive nature of yourself and, and making yourself uh, you know better show after show and working on parts of your body that, that you need to work and whatnot. As long as you're bringing up different parts of your body, um, trouble spots or whatever, you, you're lacking. So I mean that, that's what it's about. That's what the sport's really about. It's not like going out there and just like blowing doors off the competition. It's about you know working on your physique and. Uh, I love that. And you know, when you have a spinal cord injury and so you, you know how frustrating it is when you're like looking at your legs and you can't move them and, oh man, I wish I could make my legs muscular, but I can't. So I'm just going to work on what I do have. And I think, you know, bodybuilding in a way kind of is like taking that to the nth degree. You know, it's really m- m- taking advantage of what you still have, you know? Oh, definitely. And, and the best part about it is it's, it's almost like we're doing something that's just, most people would think would be impossible to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't really expect to see a guy in a chair, you know, looking the way, you know. I know, right? Look, and mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, <laughs> I get stared at so much. <laughs> I bet you do. When you go grocery shopping, when you get gas at the gas station. Oh, man, I bet you do. And if I'm out anywhere, people are, you know, <laughs> catch them. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all fun. What do you drive? Do you drive, still drive that Mazda? I saw, I read online that you drive a Mazda or something. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got a little RX-8 I drive. That's I drive what kind of wheelchair do you use? Do you care, or do you have a preference, or just, or you know? Well, what I got now, I oh, just got this like a year ago. What is it? It's uh, a Pilot VR. Okay. So it's pretty good. It's all rigid. That's you know, awesome. I enjoy it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so I got one more question to ask you: What's with the tans? Why do you guys have to get so orange? <laughs> 
I know, because I saw a photo of you without the tan, and you look way hotter without the tan. Just <laughs> Well, the tan is all just about the lighting. Okay. Um, this, you go out on stage without a tan, um, you're gonna look, you're gonna look white, like, you know, white is just, just white. Right, not that. So when you're under those harsh lights, it just looks not good at all. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. just to bring out the, the definition. And, so do you do it backstage, or do you have to go somewhere and get it done? Um, it's both. You know, you, you, you mm-hmm. set up appointments like off the venue, and then you know have that done the day before or night before okay. and then get touch up you know, when you're going out you know, pre-judging and then again usually if you need them cool. here and there at night so yeah the tanning tanning you know it's just one of those things you gotta do and it, it takes, takes forever to get off you too I know I, I, I do it once in a while but and also too you have really great tattoos did you get any new ink after your injury kind of to you know commemorate or whatever to kind of memorialize what happened your accident Oh, it is. Oh, cool. That, that's that's what it's about. So, what is it? What I I didn't see it up close. What does it look like? Um. Well, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's a uh, it's all about kind of like a good versus evil type thing. Um, just like fighting for survival. Okay. Um. Uh, what do you have on there? Uh, well, I got, I got some angels. I got some gargoyles. Nice. I got some. I got some pieces from some famous artists that, that has like you know some some uh, barbaric you know some barbaric scenes and whatnot and uh, cool. so I got like a minotaur in there and everything like that so uh, there's just some stuff in there that I love it kind of relates to just you know life and you know just overcoming the odds and and uh, you know getting past certain points of you know adversity kind of sits mm-hmm. in so I just uh, I got it, and you know, it was one of these things where it was just like, you know, I get that for a reminder. That way, every day, I got something. You know, like, yeah, okay, I love it. All good, you know. So, I mean, that that was all post accident, and uh, it was one of those things. Like I said, it's just something where I've always wanted to work on some ink. And you gonna get more? Uh, I don't know. Wait until I'm, uh, I'm not. I don't want to wait until I. Yeah. I'm competing. I think you know. Yeah. yeah. Too much ink is as a royal on stage and uh, oh yeah, I guess, huh? Not really a big preference of mm-hmm. the judges, you know, to get too much and start washing stuff out. So, um, I'm gonna hold off. I got some ideas. I got some ideas. All right. Well, what's your goals for 2013 as a bodybuilder? Uh, 2013, I'm just gonna work on my physique. Um, just gonna continue to keep bringing it up, and mm-hmm. I'm just I did, I did three shows. The year's time uh, this this past year, so I, I, I need I need a break. Uh, my okay. body was really uh, you know, really screaming at me to just take some time off and mm-hmm. just kind of recoup. And I mean, I was completed probably you know, fifteen months. So I, I I was prepping for shows, so I was completed probably nine of those months. Oh gosh! You know? yeah. So I I really wasn't giving my body any more than what it, than what it needed. Mm. Oof, yeah. yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take this year just to get back and, you know, back in the gym and, and right. just, uh, enjoy it again because it, it, it was to the point where I was, you know, I wasn't very, uh, 
you need to take a break them this year, definitely, and kind of enjoy. Well, that's that's what you, you should know, definitely do. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna get back in there and uh, you know, like I said, just just train and uh, just enjoy it again and have fun with it. And, you know, playing shit, of course, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just gonna hit the year and just around some size, you know, and uh, see what the next year brings. I'm hoping for another show or two to be added to the schedule. Be awesome. Uh, yeah, it would be great. And uh, you know, see what that takes us. But uh, at this point, I don't know if I'll be stepping on stage this year. I think uh, okay. you know, this year, it just kind of to work on me. You know what I mean? I, yeah, you need to do that. If you feel like you need to, then you probably do. So you got to listen to that voice inside of you. So. Well, enjoy the beautiful Jersey Shore summer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how beautiful the shore is any, at this point. No. After the hurricane, but I'll, I'll, oh my God, I forgot uh, about the hurricane. Oh, geez, that was bad of me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I haven't been down there yet, but I'm sure I'll make my way down there eventually when the weather finally, uh, you know, turns over here. So I mean, I'll get down there. So if anyone out there wants to, you know, maybe say, "Hey, Neil, how heck." Do I start doing this? How can they get a hold of you or if they want to contact you? I think you have that Facebook page they can follow you on, right? Yeah, if you want to send me a message through Facebook, uh, go right ahead. It's uh, Neil Pacone, mm-hmm. Pro. Sweet. And just find my page as a public page and just send me a message and, you know, Love it. Love it. Well, gosh, thank you so much. It was really awesome learning about this sport from you and, uh, yeah, it, I think you should create a YouTube channel and create a bunch of workout videos. <laughs> I got a bunch of videos I've done. I just don't know where the hell they are. <laughs> really? Well, it would be cool because then I can point people in that direction as well. Like, here's some working out. Woo. But in the meantime, yeah, everybody out there listening, you can Facebook them and uh, pick his brain. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. Absolutely. All right, and so I'll talk to you soon, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Bye. Bye.